This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. My name is Mitch. Brad is here. Hi. Matthew Bird is actually here. All right. It's been a while. You know what? It hasn't. Really? Well, since we've all three been together. Yeah, three yeah. Of, yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like you're off doing the unplugged yeah. or whatever we're calling it. I, the yeah. acoustics. The yeah. acoustic. Yeah. I, I like the unplugged or okay. whatever name right. you called it the one day. I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, we're all three of us are actually in the same room. This has been a while. And uh not really anything to talk about, so good talking to you guys. We'll see you. Peace. Yeah. Um, well, I let- told you it'd be all right, didn't I? <laughs> I told you MLS would be fine. All right. There was now, nothing to worry about. Everybody turn your volume I'm, down. I was going to say, I'm gaining him down. Yeah. <laughs> Birds in yelling bird mode. Um, all right, no, I didn't. I've so, been a, spent 18 months being a Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, well, you said since day one. Yeah, it's about the soccer. It's about the soccer. Yeah. And you know what? The soccer is good. Well, Again, let me two be, games. Let me, yeah, let me be the the voice of reason here. It's two games. Uh, you know what? Early been, in the season, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's and and we are at least twice as many points as I thought we'd have at this point. <laughs> yeah, at least and twice as many points as some of the pundits had us. Yeah, for the whole season, we are. <laughs> we're five points ahead of Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. We've not lost to a bunch of welders from Haiti. No. It's all right. It's all right. (laughs) No, and, you know, again, we're looking good, and we're going to get into this a little bit. Um, But, you know, it started a couple weeks ago. You and and I had a little show, Matt, Mm -hmm. and uh, Dolomire wrote a report. And then, you know, some of the pundits things. There were serious questions about this team. Yeah. You know, but right now I would say – most of Lutz and Carnell's bets are paying off. Leuven looks world class. I mean, MLS class. I, I, you're not going to say he can start on Barcelona. Place, does he? He no. Does not look out of place. Uh, Blom for Blum. all of the hype. Blum. He is he is doing a job back there. Blom, not many mistakes. Blum. I yeah, uh, I, I wasn't here for the the podcast after the Austin game, but yeah. he he looked really really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, in that Austin game, he did not put a foot wrong, and I'm like, holy shit, I can see why. They, and he ended up playing longer than they planned on him playing because Vasilev came out. Right. And I could see exactly why the South African guys are raving about yeah. him. Um, and he's young, you know. Uh, Joe Klaus, two goals in two games. Pouncer. Like, yeah. I've never seen somebody just opportunity. It's, it's going to be difficult for me to sit here and criticize a guy that's called two and two. Um, I think he gets a little leggy after an hour. Could be. I'm. It is also, though, too, because I, I, he is definitely that striker that's an opportunist where he sees something coming. Like, he's the guy that will go challenge the goalie when he's, you know, fiddling with it and not picking it up. Like, you see him explode with speed to go mess with somebody. He's he's going to well, burn out. But I, I, have and, to, I have to be really picky to criticize a guy that's got two and two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but, I would say we've gotten to see him in two different looks. The the first game against Austin, he was up there by himself. Uh-huh. This game, 
we went to kind of a four four two or four yeah. two three whatever yeah. <laughs> however you want to say two it. Up front. But he had Giacchini with him and got to play off of him a little bit. I think it's he's got some danger. He's, and he and he's not afraid to rip it. That's the other thing. Like he'll no. if he gets an opportunity, he's shooting. Now, again, grain of salt, got a whole season to go. But early early looks like some of these guys are going to do the business. Let's let's be honest. We saw more goals in two games than we'd see in seven games with FC. So yeah. <laughs> that is part of the and, excitement. And, and we will get to some of the the gifts, as people are calling them. But I will say we could be right now, if Klaus hadn't scored a goal yet, I would be saying, guys, relax. We got plenty of time. Let him, you know, let him breathe into the league. Uh, same with Leuven, you know. Takes a while, a while for guys to kind of get the pace of everything, but you know his dead balls, his set pieces are great. Um, he's pulling the strings there. Klaus is finding spots to get open. I, I'm really happy with what I've seen so far. You can't not be. I mean, yeah. you can't not. Two games, six goals, and when when you and me did the unplugged thing in yeah. the house. And I said to you, I, I've walked back a lot. I'm, I'm, I don't feel as emotionally bad. I, I think I did it for my own mental health. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know, you, you talk about what FC did. Yeah. In their first year, I was convinced we'd finish second or third or fourth in the in the, the table, make the playoffs easy. Brian Gall and Jeremy Lynch had scored <laughs> 20 goals. <laughs> right, right. You know, uh, Brandon Barkley should be running the league. Yeah. And, and, and it didn't happen, and yeah. I was devastated. And I was very wary i think to to hope i was very wary to 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 be all sunshine and rainbows like other people yeah, out there it's the hope that kills you and and but so far they're right you know birch yeah. Damas has been wrong yeah and you know the, the sunshine and rainbows people have been right you know yeah. this what you've seen to, so far in the past 10 days has been amazing it's been amazing and, and i will say you know you you said you maybe you were protecting yourself yeah. a little bit you know not getting too up or what i I didn't know how I would feel watching this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, the two team was fine or whatever, but it was always a two team and it yeah. was, you know, it was something for fun for us to do, but it wasn't like investing the team right. and and you know, I did wonder how I was going to feel, but I will say at Schlafly for the first watch party, you start to feel it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is our team. And yeah. then Part of it's being with other people yeah. watching. Oh, yeah, and I definitely. Think that, I think that's the... It's a communal, tribal experience. Yeah, you know, with, with FC ending during COVID and yeah. not really having the community and then, you know, City 2 being a two-team and yeah. not really having... I mean, it was there, but it wasn't, yeah. re, like, the heavy... To be back amongst fans that you feel the energy around you, it's different. I'll, I'll tell you. My, my kid was sick that, that first game against Austin. So I was at home with Stevie. He was laying on the sofa. And I was pacing the floor at ten to at ten to seven or yeah. ten minutes before. I'm pacing her, and my, Erica says, "She says, for a guy that doesn't give a shit, yeah. you, st- you sure are nervous." Yeah. yeah, you know that's literally what she said. And when Jao Klaus turned Keller, yeah. and poked it inside the, the far post, I, I was off my chair. Yeah, because, I, but you're an addict. Yeah. you know it doesn't matter if if you it doesn't matter how you feel. There's heroin addicts who know heroin shit. Yeah, but they still love heroin. Yeah, right. You're an addict. They love it. Right. You know, there right. are Sunderland fans that hate Sunderland, 
but love yeah. it when Sunderland score. It's, it's you're an addict. Newcastle's been shit for like you're twelve an years. You're an addict. But whatever, whatever it is, like sometimes there'll be like a big Premier League game. Yeah, and I don't have a dog in the fight. Like mm-hmm. I don't care if it's if it's Chelsea and United, say, yeah, for yeah. example. But I'll watch the game because it's yeah. you know it's top level. I'm gonna watch. Well, it used to be, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. you know I'm gonna watch this game. Yeah, you love a good uh, but, table. Uh, but you know, as you're watching it, like you start to root for somebody yeah. in your mind. like, yeah. And it may not be who you thought it would be or it may not uh-huh. be, but like you start to have a feeling about a game. Yeah. Well, that's how it was watching that Schlafly game. I mean, obviously, I knew I was going to be rooting for City, but I started to feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I spoke to – I mean, we'll get to the tailgate party – or sorry, excuse me, pregame street party extravaganza. Uh, that was crazy. It was super busy, but there were, there were news people around. And, you know, Mitch, you did four or five interviews. I did a couple – and I was being interviewed by one guy, and he goes, you know, it's brand new. Why do all these people care? And, you know, it is kind of hard to explain. It's like it's a brand new team. There's 22,000 seats for this stadium. There was probably 30,000 people downtown. More than that, You I know, think. just watching the game at bars or whatever. They wanted to be a part of. The, the guesstimate that I had heard from the club was that between the MVC basketball tournament yeah. The Trevor Noah concert, yeah. The game, the people attending the game, and the people that just wanted to be in the environment, yeah. City, the the city of St. Louis was guesstimating a hundred thousand people in that area. Yeah, just that area. We're not talking. Well, downtown, and, and like, I mean, we did see people in their college basketball sweatshirts. Yeah, they just wandered down from the college basketball game. Oh, there's a party going on here. Uh-huh. But what I was going to say is, I was talking to this reporter, and it it was like, yeah, it's new, and it doesn't have any history, but people can feel ownership of this. Like it's, it's our team. And I said, it's different than like, I inherited the Cardinals. I inherited the blues and you know, I'm a Cardinals fan because my dad was a Cardinals fan or I'm a blues fan because my grandpa Mm -hmm. watched hockey with me when I was a kid. This is something brand new that they can really like say, I was from the beginning. I was part of this from the beginning. I'm all in. And you know, I was there. There was a guy at our tailgate or street party. I'll get it right eventually. At the street party, who said he was at the very first Blues game, and he said he wanted to be there because the Blues mean so much to him because he was at the first Blues game. God, I can't imagine. So all those people that were there will say I was at the first City game. You know, like so it was a. Oh, com- was that the eighty-year-old? Yeah, dude? yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And, and but it was a communal like we all got to share that experience. We all got to, you know, do it and then into the stadium like the whole experience, amazing. So, it, yet it's our team. And it, it was funny because it it happened after the watch party, and it really happened on Sunday, where I was physically exhausted. Yeah. Like I had worked out, or I had played a game, or yeah. I had moved, or something. And I w- at first, I was like. Why am I hurt so much? I, I shouldn't yeah. hurt this, like, be so sore. And then I'm like, because we ran on adrenaline yeah. for hours because of the excitement and the environment. And every muscle was ready to explode yeah. for a goal. Like, it was just... Well, and then and then once it started feeling like we're going to win this thing, like, you know, when, when we scored that third goal, then your whole body's just tense because blow the whistle you're wanting to explode in celebration and you feel it like the energy of everybody around you we're all just waiting you know and hoping hang on and make this the perfect night <laughs> so and it was 
So let's talk about let's talk about the the street party. Yay! Yeah. Um, I will say ninety nine percent of the experience was great. There were so many people there, so many new people there. Like I said, people who didn't even have tickets for the game, but just wanted to come down and be a part of it all. Um, we sold tons of merch. I, I, my guesstimate is somewhere in the neighborhood of eleven hundred to twelve hundred scarves. Yeah, Jesus. Um, yeah. And we did get some more in, so we will have merch for the next game. At one point, we were like, we're not going to have anything left for game two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but along with that, like everybody who wore the merch tent. First off. Heroes. I, I Always the Metcalfs. Yeah. Because Audrey, I mean, we even nicknamed the chat. Yeah. For Audrey. because uh, Audrey's apothecary. Yeah, because she just takes charge of it yeah. and runs it. The Hakes were just right there in, in step. Yeah. The Carvers with the the, uh, the schlaffle, schlaffle. And then, you know, you were jumping in. I was jumping in. Uh, Britt jumped in. Like, the amount of slinging that yeah. we were doing was like I've never. We weren't supposed to open till four. And my goal was to let let us all get set up, give all the workers time to just chill have a couple of beers, relax, because I knew they were going to be busy. Uh-huh. We ended up having to open it early just because like there were two, so many people. Like 2.30. Yeah. There were so many people there, and then it did not stop once. And we would kind of get through the line, and it would get done, and then boom, there was another line. And we ended up just saying, telling people, sorry, we can't. We have to stop sales right now, or we're not going to make it to the yeah. game. Because in addition to everything we did at the tailgate – Street party, Mitch, Sarah, uh, the Hakes, and the Metcalfs all had duties inside the stadium. Like, like I mean, Luligan duties. Like, you were in charge of different things, and we had to get the TFO going, and we had to make sure this was set and that was set. And I know, like, one lady was like, I don't understand why you can't just go back in the trailer and get me a scarf. And I was like, I'm not trying to be rude, but if we keep doing this, we're never going to get out of here. Like, I'm here to watch the game. Right, like, right. And I mean, people were lining up for the march and, and we didn't know how that was going to go. I know some people were complaining that they ended up lining up too early and then we were pent in and waiting. Uh, but sometimes it takes a while to get everything organized. And it was the first one. And, 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 and we yeah. knew that. And, and, there was and a, the Florida noise guys are, are, are not arguing, talking to the cops and saying, okay, we're going to be at this corner at this time. We're going to be right. at that corner because it all has and, to be very well yeah. planned and, and out. And that is the other thing too that I think a lot of people didn't know is that MLS has the club coordinating this thing down to the minute. Yeah. And when I say down to the minute, it was literally we like... We could not leave Schlafly until like, they like, said. Like, and, and, and I'm just going to pick numbers. Just yeah. I, I, Like 6.30, we're going to organize. At 6.43, we're going to start walking because the route we're taking is going to take X yeah. amount of minutes. And then that means we can be in our section at 7.02, yeah. which means then... We'll and the, be able and the to cops, do the TFO and the cops for X know they have time. to sh- close this intersection from six oh three to six fourteen, right? Or, yeah, exactly. or whatever. I mean, that's and, that's it. That's a, you know there are so and if much. we're late, that causes a backlog to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. Uh, they said, "What was it?" They said last night, I, uh, a thousand people went through the gates in under eight minutes. Yeah, and <laughs> and that's ridiculous. And I know, like, some people were saying, and I might even have that wrong. It might be yeah. better. And and the fast security thing is awesome. Where Love you don't it. have to take things out of your pockets. They're not wanding you, all that stuff. But 
some people were saying, well, it took longer to get through the gates than it did at the friendly. Well, there was half as many people. Don't forget. Yeah. The friendly was capped at 10,000 seats. You know, they didn't sell half the stadium. And the other thing is we're going to get better at it. Like, I understand it would be awesome if we could just all march through at once, but there it's are logistics. Right. It's just not possible. Like, but it will get better, though. It will get it, smoother. But that was the thing. It went fast. I mean, other than I did see some of the readers just seemed to be. Uh, the, the, I had to scan my phone like three times. Same here. Same here. Automatically do it. Yeah. Like it was some of them were, and I think what it was, and I'll get a little nerdy for a moment, but when when you have those barcode scanners like that, you can usually see yeah what the it's, red yeah, the yeah. red where it's looking for, and it kind of blanketed the phone, yeah. so you could never really figure out where the focal point was. Right. I think that's what it is. Like you're, we're going to have to get used to how far away right. you hold your exactly. phone from that one. Exactly. And then there was a green line, so yeah. I'm like, is it supposed to be horizontal so, on this? But point point is, yeah. you're going to figure it out. But I will say the good part of that is, like when we turn that corner and we're coming down. What is it? Olive. Olive. The people that were on the concourse or the down in the Hellcat Club or in line at the other gates, when they saw that march coming, it was an impactful moment. And people were clapping. People were screaming. Yeah, they were like hanging over the yeah. railings, you know, yelling, chanting. Well, and that that's another thing. That railing is probably 20 feet away, I would say. No, it's less it's than that. It's close. But you and I were walking. We were somewhere towards the end of the parade, not the very end. About but two-thirds. And a friend of mine who I work with, he said he was hanging over that railing screaming, Brad, didn't hear him. Couldn't hear him. There was, it was that loud. It was that, you know. My watch went off with the 90 <laughs> with the decibel war- warning. Warning, yeah. And it went off. I mean, it went off several times, which is great. Like that you, right, yeah. you hear that, but. So let's go back to the street party for a second. We know there were some things that didn't work. And partially that was because, like I said, there were probably a thousand to two thousand people there who didn't even have tickets like mm-hmm. it was more people showed up than we even hoped for it, yeah it, we had when we were driving down that morning the the event on facebook said 2.8 thousand people so 2800 people yeah i guarantee it was more than that yeah it and was rammed. it was amazing it was rammed. At, so yeah. as a result i do i do want to announce now before we get into it further because people will be this will get worked up this will take care of our problems Schlafly, three beer tents next time. Yes. Not just one. That was just severely underestimated. Yes. Not two porta potties, eight. Yeah. We're working on more food trucks. That is an ongoing thing. If you know somebody with a food truck that wants to be there, please reach out to us. Yeah. Because we're going to schedule these as much as we can for every game, but that's going to be a big part. Uh, They're going to work on a different to do with the entrance and exit from. The actual restaurant bar, whatever the inside yeah. of Schlafly, because that's it's not the best, and it got to a point where they had to have guys. They had were at capacity. They had one in, one out for a while. Yeah, yeah, and and it was difficult. And you know, I know the porta potties got. Yeah. I, I was told they got disgusting towards the end of the day, and just. But again, everybody from Schlafly incredibly happy with how everything went. Couldn't be more excited to put more money back into no. this. And also, thank you to everybody that was there. Everybody was really cool. I mean, yep. even when they were like, oh, it's taking forever to get a beer. They understood it was sort of a monumental, perfect storm occasion. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, it was real funny. At one point, I was over there getting beers. I was in the line. Finally, get to the front, and somebody, they were bringing out fresh yeah. you know, cases. And, and I'm like, 
how many can I get? And she goes, well, how many do you want? I see you're over there. I said, that 12-pack of yeah. uh, white lager? Just give me that. Yeah. Because it was like, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I've got yeah. so many. You know, by the time I hand beers out to the people that I'm getting them for, yeah. and other people will want one, and by the time, it's like, we need extras. Well, I, yeah, I ran to get food for the tent at one point, and I know I was gone for a half hour to 45 minutes. Um, but same, that's how long things were taking yeah, no, to get. And same thing, like, everybody back there needed a beer, like, <laughs> Just because they were working, yeah, and we just couldn't get one. So, part of that will be rectified with the three beer tents, yes, and the porta potty situation with more porta potties, yes. But I also think there will be less of a crowd. First of all, I don't know. Well, yeah, but opening day, the inaugural home game, everybody wanted to be downtown. But and, the and, amount of people that I heard when we were inside that made statements like, "I didn't know you guys were set up over there." I'm not yeah. doing this. I'm not going to Maggie O's next week. I'll be with you guys. Yeah. I mean, I think there will be, I think it will always be a big party. Yes. But I don't think it will be quite as crushed as, I mean, the merch tent, a lot of people bought their scarf. They are not going to buy a scarf every True. game. True. That kind of thing. Yeah. And, f- and for everyone that goes to Schlaff, that, that would be like, I'm not going to Maggie O's. I'm going to go to Schlaff. There may be someone say, I'm going to try Maggie O's next yeah. time. Yeah. You know, the, the well, and, and there will also be people that, you know, well, you would do this a lot, Bird, you know. You're bringing you in, whatever. You would just come to the game. Or mm-hmm. you'd get there, say hi at the tailgate. But you weren't going to be at the tailgate party the whole four, time. Four hours, right. So, I'll be, be, I'll be honest. The only reason I, I got there bang at four o'clock is because Paul was there. Yeah. yeah. But good to see him. It's always going to be a big party. It's always going to be fun. I don't think it'll be the crush that it was. But we'll see. Uh, but the fact that Schlafly's adding more beer stands and more porta potties, and we're going to try to get another food truck or two food trucks there, should help. Actually, I'm open for three. Well, there we go. Uh, that's that's yeah. my plan. And, and so, it should spread things out a little bit. And so people know too. You know, the the food truck thing was kind of caught off guard, and we knew too that people were going to want to try all the food inside. Yeah, because they've been telling us for a year about all this great food that's right, inside. Right. I heard so many people say, I really love Locos Tacos, but I need a collage or I need yeah. to get, you know, Steve's Or I'm hot waiting dog or, to get the, the pork steak sandwich. Right, right. That's whatever. what I, yeah. yeah, exactly. So they're like, you know, I'm waiting to get that. Yeah. So I didn't feel bad about only having one food truck, but my plan, like I said, two to three every game. I've started a list. I've talked to a whole bunch of them. They're starting to pick their dates. Yeah. Uh, we'll put out on the Lilligan website, I'll put up a calendar slash list of, you know, okay, you know, January X, we're going to have food truck Y and Z. Yeah. So, you know, there will be information out there. Again, if you know somebody with one or you know one that's looking for a spot at these kind of things, let us know because there's a lot of hungry people that will spend some money. Mandy was working her tail. Oh, my God, she was. She was working her tail. And, and you and love to fries, Mandy. Yeah. You loved your fries. Oh, the fries were amazing, as always. I, and I didn't get any. It, I brought back like five orders when I came back. You didn't get any of them? None. Oh, sorry, dude, bud. Dude, I was running. Sorry, and bud. Erin even brought me a, because she had half a Cuban yeah. inside it, Schlafly, yeah. the family did. She brought me the other half. I only got like four bites. I don't know where it went. Okay. It disappeared. Um, the other thing I wanted, like Mandy, God love her, she had tickets to the game, but Locust Tacos was like, can you work the food truck, you know, before the game? So, like, everybody who was there was there for the game. They were there to work. It was just crazy. So thank you everybody. And thank you for tipping your wait staff at Schlafly. Well, that is greatly appreciated because that helps them convince more people to sign up to work these events. 
Yeah, I was joking last night. I'm like, it's to the point where you could probably pay these people 30 bucks an hour. Yeah. Because they know they're going to make good money. Yeah. Um, but so I didn't say that, Schlafly. Do not, that is not an official endorsement. So that's the improvements for the next home game. But uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday, we're playing Portland. We have a, a watch party at Schlafly. And trust me, dealing with the social media, I know there are a lot of you people out there who are pissed that it's on Apple TV. <laughs> I got a solution for you. Don't have to buy a subscription. Go to Schlafly. Go to Schlafly and watch the game. There you go. And if you and if you're not close to Schlafly, the team has a has an on tap program. You can look at their website. They're going to show you all the bars set up to show the game. Uh, we've got friends that are having a watch party at Beffa's. If you don't want to go to Schlafly, you can go to Beffa's. Um, but I'm sure the Amsterdam has Amsterdam's going to have it on. They had a huge watch party last time. Yeah, it was it was amazing to see all the different places that had watch parties uh, because in the olden days. When it was we St. Louis, beg for a watch. Party. We'd have to beg for a TV at a bar. Yeah, you know. So now this is amazing. There are lots of opportunities. Nobody no matter, cares about the past. No matter where you are in the greater St. Louis area, there is a bar showing the game. It's amazing. So, and I do want to just double down. The Apple Season Pass is a fantastic deal. Oh my God! So you can complain about it that there's no free games on Channel Eleven. But there weren't going to be anyway. If, if you there aren't on Blues games aren't anymore. Cardinals yeah. games aren't. Bally is the only way you can get it. Bally is only on Charter and they're going bankrupt TV and Dish Network. <laughs> you had to you had to pay for ESPN Plus to watch FC. Right. Yeah. If you want to watch football, you got to pay for it. Yeah. That's I mean, how, that's, the that's way, but that's the way it's always been. Well, if it was Fox yeah. Soccer or Satanta I've, or I've whoever, got Peacock, so I can watch. Yeah. Uh, EPL games. Uh, Champions League was on Paramount yesterday. I've got. I, I couldn't watch that. I'll, get, I'll give you my login. I got to put them out. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this is the thing. Like, you have to have a thing. Apple is going to be getting more involved in sports. I would not be surprised if they start acquiring things. Remember how when ESPN Plus started, like it was oh Well, Amazon has the, uh, a weekly football game yeah. with the NFL. So it's just the way it's going to be, guys. And there's no blackouts. So... No matter what happens. If, if you're at home, you can watch the uh, sitting right. game. And every other game. I and all lo- the other content. I, I love, because I see a lot of people comparing it to the NFL. Yeah. And it's like, well, first off, the television revenue that they get from commercials for the NFL yeah. is beyond stupid. And and part of it is because they have these big TV deals. Yeah. You know, there's the Monday night game. I think that's on ESPN now. It used to be on whoever had Monday Whatever, night football. Yeah. Uh, you know. There's a Sunday night game that's on, you know, there's, there's a Thursday night, the game Thursday night on Amazon. Like it's spread out on multiple things. So you can't watch every game if you don't have. And ultimately, Apple's the one who offered to pay MLS for the rights. Yep. And to invest that money back into the league, you got to take the biggest contract. Absolutely. And Apple was there for them. So. And not only that, but let's be honest, Apple knows how to market. And we know, look, MLS readings ain't good nationwide. And. People weren't watching it on right. Fox Sports no. or ESPN. They, they so, weren't. And there will still be the occasional game on Fox for free. And Apple is showing certain games for free. I get it. It would be nice, but... It's not real. They're not, cater- Again, they're not catering to the casual fan anymore. They're no. catering neither to the are, hardcore. Neither are the Cardinals or Blues, though, right. with the Bally situation. That, exactly. That's the part that really frustrates me, is that I either have to have a pirate stream or pay 20 bucks a month to Bally, who's going to go bankrupt, to be able to watch a Blues game now. All right, let's move on. Charity du jour. Wanted to mention this real quick. We got our totals today. 
$2,870 raised for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It was a great first charity du jour. Um, as more people start coming to these parties, they'll realize the deal. You know, we've got the donations, we've got the sticker sales, we've got the, the schlaffles, we've got amazing schlaffles this year. Oh my God. And we've already, since the first one, we've had more offers of good stuff to give away. So let's talk about the schlaffles okay. from Saturday. First, our good friends at Second Shift. Yeah. Personal tour with I, I forget, 10 people 10 people of the of the brewery of the process and the and, tasting and all that yeah, stuff that and, comes and then it. you know basically up to a certain amount your tab is on yeah. them and we had those limited edition nico sports first game balls yes and not only do we have one for this game we've got one for every game every schlaffle they've donated one to this is a i think it's 120 dollar value something like that yeah that's what it retails. Uh, limited for. edition. It's not. It's not MSRP. That no, is the yeah, retail. Yeah, that's what you buy it for. Yeah. Um, and it's it's an it's an inaugural season ball. It's one and of they, the collectibles that yeah. you see at like sports shops. Yeah. Like and Nico does these kind of things. Like they did a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ball. They do you know items to remember. What, like I, I was looking on their website and they have you know a uh, uh, the Blues winning the Stanley Cup. And there's some of the water from the ice. Yeah. Or a piece of the net or a piece of the puck. So this ball is really cool. We've posted some pictures. And also, if you just want to buy it, we've got a link for $15 off. So that's cool. Yep. Uh, and then the third schlaffle this week was the Schlafly slash well-being combo package. Yep. Uh, they brewed this great beer called Game Day Light. I actually snuck in a couple of those on Saturday because I didn't want to get just super hammered. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's a great tasting beer and it's non-alcoholic. Yep. Uh, but they gave away a jersey and another package of, of stuff. Again, we have amazing stuff. And then I think it. Nancy just threw in some extra St. Louis City swag on top of all the packages. Yeah. So I mean, again, it's amazing stuff. The Carvers are doing phenomenal work with it. it you you got to try to win this stuff. It's going to be good. And, and I've seen the list of what we have for the rest of the year. It's crazy. Some of this stuff, and, and I'm just even talking about just some of the stuff from Second Shift. Yeah. Unbrilligans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, doing well, team wise, game wise. We got Portland this weekend. Matt, well, you hold on. Say... We got one last thing to talk oh, about okay. the game. Okay. TFO, man. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say, do a couple of things from the game. But yes, go ahead and do that. Well, we got to talk about Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Because for the first things first, the amount of people hours. That went into this is astronomical. We're adding it up, but it's going to be in the thousands. Yes. Plural. Thousands. Yeah. Man hours. Yeah. Human hours. People hours. People hours. First, major, major, major thanks to Sarah, to Cody, to Stu, to Joe for getting this going. I mean, yeah. it. I went one night to help out and kind of be an objective outsider to yeah. give opinion on a few things. The amount of work that went into this to get it all traced out is insane. And you saw how massive it was. And there's other people involved that, and then, uh, that from the other groups. And yeah, stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. It really was. A so once this was all traced out, then you started having people campaign. And, you know, the punks, the Santos were there. Uh, you know, there were so many people. There were people there that painted every day. There were people that were only able to paint one day. Every brushstroke mattered. Yeah. Because they had to have this all done by X amount of time. Get it done. Get it to the stadium. They had to have a test run the well, Monday has, night before. It has to be done in stages because you have to paint a little bit and then let it dry. Right. And, and then, then you can move, move it out. It, yeah. yeah. So, 
it's it's complicated and it's hard to organize and and you know you might only need people for an hour right now but maybe in two hours we need you for another hour right exactly so and going forward there will be more opportunities for for you to get involved because a lot of people were like i didn't even know we were doing it i know (laughs) new team you know we had to get it started we had to get it rolling uh, but there will be opportunities. There will also be opportunities to contribute because that's the other part of this. I think cheap. the price is going to come in over five grand, right? When you add in supplies, the U-Haul truck that we yeah. had to get to transport it. Yeah. yeah. So it's not cheap to do. So we are going to have specific fundraisers for TIFO in mm-hmm. the future. And, and I know there's conversations about cutting up one of the side pieces. Yeah, and selling it yeah, as a limited a number, yeah. you know, kind of thing. I there, there's a lot of discussions that we're having going. We're talking about having painting shirts yeah. where you can, you know, check what day you were there, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Uh, there's a lot of creative ideas that we're going to try to do to raise money for this. But And know, now that we've gotten the first one done, you know, the second one, the third one, they'll be easier, but it ain't easy. No. And the other groups will, will play a bigger part in the future ones. I mean, just because we kind of started this well, one because we, we knew yeah. it was coming, yeah, and we had more numbers, so we got it done. Uh, but thank you to everybody who helped. And it was unbelievable. Thank you, by the way, everybody in the stadium who helped and took pictures, ran, rolled it down. The pictures are amazing. The pictures are unbelievable. I do you have one quibble? The team announced that they were doing a stadium-wide tifo, and so some people thought that the team did the banner and yeah, no, tifo should not ever be used by the team as something they are doing. Correct. Correct. And they did a card stunt that added on to our Which was unbelievable. It looked 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 amazing. I just had a problem with them saying it was the TIFO. We had a lot of people saying that. They were confused as to... Wait, wait, wait a minute. Are they paying for it? Why are we painting it if they're paying for it? I had a lot of people... Why did did I donate, you know, to this if the team paid for it? And and it's like, no, they used the wrong terminology. Yeah. And, And And... there, you know, the thing is, is that what happened? Yes, the entire thing is called a TIFO. Yes. If it's all fan done. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they paid for the cards yeah. and put them out, it stopped being. Which, again, it looked amazing. Yeah, it I'm is. glad they did it. I was, I, I'll admit, I was like, I think this is a bad idea. I didn't know if it was going to work. I didn't think it was going to work because I thought there was going to be too many people that didn't know what to do. Right. I'll give Caleb, we'll come back to Caleb later on yeah. the show. He did amazing work with getting the instructions put yeah. on it and making it better so people knew what to do. It looked amazing. Uh, everybody helping to get the TIFO rolled down. I was glad they didn't put those cards in our section. Yes. Because then people would have been trying to hold a card and trying to roll right. down. Yeah. You yep. Know. Yep. So everything in our section Perfect. was supporter paid for. And watching all the pictures from yeah. underneath the TIFO. Yeah, like, that was cool. Like People were like excited to say they were yeah. underneath it. That was a new concept because at FC, people would bitch about being underneath right. it. Right. No, it looked great. The We mentioned it before. The the angle of the of the wall made it so you could see it because we wish they'd had the rigging because that's the other thing I want to mention. All those people who worked on the TIFO and then volunteered to take it into the stadium, they had to miss like half of the pregame party. They had to miss the march. They had to miss a lot. And they had to do a practice run the week before or the during the week. Yeah, but they had to get into the stadium early set it up how it needed to be set up so we could roll it down. They had to protect it yep. because people were coming in and moving shit because yeah. they didn't know what the hell this thing was in their seats. Um, so God love those people. 
we're going to get the rigging done and it will be better next yeah, time. There was a conversation last night. It, it will be done very soon. So, but it looked amazing and the pictures are amazing. And like the, the St. Louis from above drone shot that, of the entire stadium. Unbelievable. It's crazy. And the best thing is, is that all the amount of people that I have sending me stuff like, you know, uh, oh, you're on ESPN FC. Yeah. Oh, you're on the BBC. Oh, you're on the... The amount of pictures that we've been, I've been, or links to websites yeah. that, oh my God, you guys were on this. It looked so, good. Yeah. So there's that. Then there's, let's talk about, I got to say it. Okay. This happened on Twitter this week and it's my fault. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just say this. A Charlotte fan posted <laughs> a video mm-hmm. and the way he described the video, he made it seem like, the whole supporter section was chanting, fuck you, Charlotte, at the away fans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come to find out, that was not necessarily true. And he felt bad about it, so he took the video down oh, okay. after I replied to it. So now a lot of people are commenting on what I commented, and they've not even seen the original video. All I said was, we got to be better than this. Like, <laughs> first of all, we won the game, 3-1. to one. Right. Why would we be chanting at their fans, fuck you? Like... You know, act like you've been to town before. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> okay. The second part is, um, I didn't say you can't curse. or nope. I didn't say we don't curse. Anybody who's spent three seconds with me knows I can't not curse. <laughs> at them. At anybody. At, at just, anybody. At my best friend, at yeah, whatever, no, you know. 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 Um, you've told I'm, me to fuck off I'm, yeah. more than you've said anything polite to I'm me. I'm not a prude. And, I, you know, nobody in the Luligans is like... Well, you can't say a bad word. No. I was just saying, how about we just not yell fuck you at the other? Let's be when clever. We're winning. And, I th- I and think... if we're going to do a chant, let's be clever. Now, here's what I found out, though. That video was actually, it was right after Charlotte scored the own goal. And half of the stadium was chanting, thank, thank you, Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh. A certain portion of the supporter section turned it into fuck thought you. they were saying fuck you Charlotte or thought they'd be cute and yeah. change it to fuck you Charlotte. Now, uh, thank you Charlotte when they score an own goal. Funny, that's funny. Uh, so that's what I say. Okay, but the bigger problem. Mm, mm-hmm. This is where I want to go. So, fuck you. It'd be more clever. That's all I got to say. It's not funny. It's I get it, but but I think I think it's it's a life lesson for us that. Other people are going to cherry pick snippets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, I, that was my fault. I fell for that. But also, and then, he didn't then mean everybody, it that way, which yeah. was the good thing. He wasn't trying no, no, to. No, no, no. But also, then everybody calling us soft because we don't chant fuck you. Yeah. It, okay, hard man. Go watch Green Street Hooligans again and jack off in your basement. The, now. The fact is, I don't want, I don't want to. I, I agree with you. Yeah. But. I don't want to sound like, you know, think of the children. No, but, the, but yeah. He's rammed with kids. Well, and the other part is, too, is that the club, because this came up at the meeting last night, the post-game meeting, mm-hmm. and one of the things said by the club and not by us when this topic came up, because they brought it up, they brought it to us, and they said, the fan code of conduct. Yeah. It is on, you, you know, you were, you were given it for a reason. And if it becomes a thing where... A lot of people are yelling a curse word repeatedly. MLS has told them, yank those people. Yeah. So this is not us. We're, we're trying to help you save we're not your being, tickets. Yeah, we're not being gatekeepers. We want that section full. Right. And I don't I don't want to see people being dragged out by security. Yeah. Now, again, the, something the, happens, 
you know, uh, the the frosted tips, dude. That, yeah. Capetti? Yeah. yeah. Capetti, when he goes down, I would scream and get up, you fucker. Yeah. Everybody does that. That's fine. Or it's, the other team scores, you yell fuck, I get it. Yes. Every, but we can't make it like an organized chant. Right, because MLS will tell the team, you got to do something about that. Okay. That, that's a, so that's call, a, call that what you want. If you want to say we're sellouts or whatever, fine, I don't care. Whatever. But... Here's where here's my problem with the game. I that happened. I'm like, eh, we can do better than fuck you, you know, and whatever. There was one time when, and it was when Capetti was down, rolling around, and he was making a meal of it. He mm-hmm. was, you know, he was being ridiculous. He was diving or whatever you want to call it. A chant erupted in the supporter section, and it did not come from the main section of the supporter section, but it was very clearly audible. People were chanting, you're a pussy. Mm-hmm. Now, that is something that anybody who's listened to this show for long enough knows Sarah has trained me. <laughs> That's not something that is acceptable to say. We, you know, it's we, misogynistic. We grew up yeah. saying, oh, you're gay or right. you're a pussy. You can't do that anymore. Right, exactly. I, I, I will say that since Sarah has been around... In in the support section and on the sofa next to me, yeah. she has educated me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have learned from being around a lot of female soccer fans now. Yep. So now, and people have already said it online because they're horrible people. Sarah just says, "Look, that's a slur. Mm-hmm. No different than the f word for a homosexual or the n word or n word or any other slur. You shouldn't chant. You're a pussy." Mm-hmm. And it go and it goes back to MLS trying to stamp out the puto chant. Yep, like. Same thing. Yep. So we are going to try to eradicate that. Yep. Now, some people are going to say, oh, you're being soft or, you know, you're woke. woke. You're woke. Fuck off. You're chanting a slur and we're not going to tolerate that. Now, I can't govern anybody who's not a luligan. Nope. You can do whatever you want. But I will tell you, that's one of those chants that will get your ass thrown out of the stadium. And the team mentioned last night. There is a very good likelihood your season tickets are pulled. So, so it it literally they're going to treat it no different than if you yelled the n word at a black player. So now you can say I'm gatekeeping, or you can say I'm trying to dictate what no, happens. You're just warning. You're just I'm warning. giving you a warning. Just warning. I'm trying and, to help you be there every game. And this goes back to a larger complaint about when when people somebody will post a chant online and. And so you say, oh, that's that's terrible, or why don't we do it like they do it in England, or, you know, I've heard worse in other you know, countries or whatever. Here's the thing. It would be ideal if there could be an original song that 3,000 people spontaneously knew, and we could all join in randomly and somehow on the same beat and get it all right. But when you leave it to completely organic chance... Fuck you catches on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. it's easy to join in on. And I've it's had a few ca- beers and, and I can start yelling, fuck you. And then the kids are yelling it. Right. Now, there were some organic chants that actually worked mm-hmm. in the stadium. And when the drummers and the capos hear it and they hear like a pocket of people singing, you know, Jow Klaus is coming to town, kind of like a Santa Claus thing. They try to work it in or they try to play along to the chant. And they will take some of those ideas and work them into the official playlist. But you know what's not going to make the cut? You're a pussy. Hmm. It's never going to happen. Nope. So do yourself a favor. 
knock it the fuck off. Think of something funny and clever. There's a million things you can say about a guy rolling around on the ground trying to get a card. One of my favorite of all time was we were at the Lions and they were playing Winnipeg or Thunder Bay. And a guy went down hurt and making air quotes when I say hurt. No one casually wants the Lions. I know. And somebody started a chant, you've got health care. Yeah. That that was funny because (laughs) Canadians have health care. Right. You know, that was was a clever reaction. And I I will also challenge Fleur de Noise, and they're more than up to the challenge. That they are. They know, okay, this happened at the game when a guy was rolling around. We need to come up with a good chant for when a guy's rolling around mm-hmm. that we can get people behind yep. and we can get everybody singing at the same time because that will drown out the You're a pussy. bros who want to be cute. Yeah. Um, the same with you know the fus. Like if if the if the co- the capos and everybody would have been in on thank you, that would have drowned out right. the fus. So again, again, they'll figure it out. I'm not, it, it's not a criticism. It's not but you anything can, like that. You but. can call us soft and you can say, oh, you must be new here, even though we've been around for 13 years and we know what the fuck we're doing. It ain't about that. It ain't about, I heard worse at blue game, blues games. It's not about, oh, you'd never survive the terraces in England. Neither would you, puss. <laughs> Sorry, you know, my, my I just did it. See, my, I just did it. See, that's it's it, very that's easy exactly to do. It. It. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's very my, easy to my, do. My base level is slightly above the old Strapland. Right. You know, I, like, I wanna, we can be better than that. It's, it's, well, not, so, it's not soft to say, I want to be better than that. But just like then, I just said it. I it, it just came out, and Mitch gave me a look immediately. Like, Let's do that. Let's do that to each other. Yeah. If, if Bird and, is standing next to me, and he yells something that's untoward or... Hey, from, from, from the 1980s England. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I but I'm but I can say, hey, don't say that. Let's try something else. But and it, it doesn't mean I'm calling you soft. No, it doesn't mean but I'm the, but the thing is, I will turn to you and go, Yeah, you got me, I'm back yeah. to right. S- some people after five beers will turn around and go, I'll tell you F off. No, and, I get and, it. And then, I get and it. And then it's a standoff. Yeah. But, but that's, if we where, set a higher, that's where yeah. security gets involved. Uh-huh. That's where and that was the other thing. We know that one of the security guards evidently told those same Mizzou frat bros that were doing the pussy chant. Yeah. He, he basically said, I don't care what you do as long as you don't come on the field. Yeah. And that's being addressed too. Speaking of which, there was an incident where somebody threw something. Yeah. Yes. And th- that's where I was headed okay. with this next because that was brought up last night and it was, again, heavily stressed by the team. You're caught doing that? Go bye. No, yeah. no warning. No nothing. No nothing. Out. Go. Out. Peace. And Out. again, there's a good chance. You, you lose, lose your, your season, season tickets. tickets. I, 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 if I wouldn't be even be if a it track, you done. If Bye. it hits a player, yeah, they'll press charges. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because they're not. This is not even an option. Like you can't do that. You can't do it at Cardinal games. You can't do it at Blues games. Right. You can And we scored. You're throwing a goddamn beer at somebody when we scored. Yeah. How stupid are you? So, yeah. First of all, it's like an eighteen dollar beer. <laughs> you know, and then you're throwing it at our guys when yeah. we score. So some of these are growing pains, and we'll get through, but that's one that you should just know. Common sense. Nothing goes on to the field. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Or, I'll, I'll say this for that matter, I know some people want to throw some beers. I'm not really going to get into that fight right now, but throwing, like people were throwing it full was, cups. It was a cock your arm right. and chuck. It wasn't a jubilation. Right. And even in this section, there were people throwing things from the top deck down onto the the lower deck of the supporter section you can't do it yeah. and again 
And again, you can call me whatever you want to call me, but you're the one that's going to lose your support or your season ticket. And, and again, this is not us. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would be nothing but happy to not have to worry about other people during a game. Yeah. To be able to just enjoy watching the game. Come and sit with me. Yeah. <laughs> Come sit with me. It's fine, man. It's well, but, but you do have to go to those post-game meetings. Yes, and, and, and where we hear from the club, if this happens again, people are going to lose their rights. Yeah. So, I will say growing that I pains. Sat, it'll get better. Yep. I will say I was sat next to the the Charlotte away fans. Yeah, they were good people. Yeah, De- decent crowd. Made plenty of noise. Did Happy not to be there. They were no fine. Issue, no. no issues. They came the through one. our pregame party. Everybody was very nice, um, which we want. We want to yep. have I, look. We can yell at each other for for ninety minutes, but I don't want any aggro. I mean, no need. They, and they, they had a guy with a mask on running up yeah. and down the uh, up and down the stairs. You know, kind of yeah. getting their fans. Ewan was best buddies with him at the end of the yeah. day. It was, it was fun. Yeah. That's fine. And, you know, okay, I'll just say it. There are certain fan bases who bring with them a reputation. Mm-hmm. And you can see a lot of the reactions to what I said online. The people who were calling us names or saying, you know, we're not hard enough for MLS or whatever. They're those fan bases were weighing in heavily. I will say the next home game is San Jose. San Jose has a lot of really good fans. San Jose also has a pocket of people who are known for trying to start shit. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how many are making the trip to St. Louis. They're all welcome. We can all have fun. We can all get along. But there are certain sites on the internet and on social media that sort of glorify this, this old hooligan ideal. And they steal scarves, or they say they steal scarves. They probably buy them from a merch tent just like everybody else. Uh, they hold up your flag upside down because they're ultras and they're hard. There might be some of that with some of the San Jose fans. I, I don't expect it, but it could happen. So just beware. Like, and, and don't fall into it. Don't, don't try to out ultra somebody who's pretending to be ultra. It's pretending. <laughs> it's pretending. It's pretending. Matt grew up there. We, yeah. had, we knew some. We had a good friend, Keith, who was a Millwall fan yeah. in the 80s. Who lost his front teeth to a police horse? Yeah, that's. And you know what he you said. Are not, you are not that. You know what he used to say. I love going to games in the United States. I can have a couple beers. I don't have to worry about getting kicked by anybody. I don't have to worry. You know, I'm not going to get stabbed. Right. Yeah. So, but Mill- Millwall, to be fair, is one of those family-friendly clubs that you go to and it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But as soon as Millwall gets drawn against West Ham in the FA Cup, yeah. all the dickheads come out right, to play. Right. And that's the one game they go to every five years. Yeah. Blues uh, Blackhawks kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Back in the but day. But every other Millwall game, when when Millwall are playing Gilliam, yeah. or when they're playing Barnsley, yeah. it's fine. It's just a family club. It, it's just that one game. Yeah. It, it, all the dickheads come out. That reminds me, I got to share this with you. My streaming service that I have, mm-hmm. Going through what I can watch, I can watch your home club. There you go. I, 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 pay, <laughs> I pay 25 bucks a month so I can watch it. I, I was like, this is amazing. I can, it's wild, isn't it? I, any club, you know. It, to be able to watch those lower division games like that, it's awesome. Love it. Okay, let's just do questions next because I think the questions will probably cover the stuff that we didn't cover. Cool. So, uh, of course, every time I do this, I get confused. All right. You're an old. So I'm all. I'm an old. Um, <laughs> Ryan Grass had favorite food at the new stadium. My response is immediately they serve food. Yeah. 
Uh, I had um, a couple beers, but I didn't. Mine was Brooligans. Yeah. That was you, my favorite food. Did you have any of the food, Matt? <laughs> no. None of us had the food. No, I, I had oh, street, street tacos. I take it back. Uh, Lola brought us some crab rangoon towards the end that's of the right, match. That's right. That's right. I forgot I about the crab rangoon. I don't know what stand they were from. They, they were good. They were goddamn amazing. <laughs> I, yeah, and I got hot cream cheese sauce all down my leg. I think that's what it was. <laughs> I'm not making eye contact. Um, but yes, those were unbelievable. Okay. Justin Phelps has this is a good question. Okay, there seem to be two school of thoughts on City's goals so far. Mm. Too many goals have been gifted by the other team, or City's pressure is forcing those gifts. What do you think? Yes, <laughs> I think we've gotten no, very no. fortunate. I think I think I, I tried to make the point on Saturday night. I said, "Good." One of the good aspects of the team is we've been behind in two games. Yeah. And we've come back, mm-hmm. and, and that shows bottle. Yeah. That shows tenacity, character, character, moral fiber, whatever you want to call it. That's a good aspect. I said sixty-six percent of our goals have come from mistakes. Yeah. And the fan van guys said, "But Matt, the way we play is to force those mistakes." Yep. And and I agree that that is a, a solid point, but I think there's a difference between forcing a team to turn the ball over and a player randomly passing it back to the well, forward. That's what I would say. I, I would say the the Keller one a bit different. Yeah, because there was some shit hazardry there. I, I, the other one was, but you see own goals or you see bad back passes when the goalie's not ready when or... they're trying to reset because the press is coming. Now, I do not expect to score a goal a game doing that. Sometimes you're going to get a lucky bounce. I think we've gotten lucky bounces the first couple of games. But, but I, I do think that style contributes to mistakes. Yep. I, I think before we scored on Saturday, we were looking dangerous anyway. Yeah, I and, agree. And I, and I think the own goal was brought about from just the, the sense of desperation to a degree that, that Charlotte had. I mean, we looked pretty dangerous yeah. going but, forward. And that's the thing. That's the thing that... You know, we've talked about when you play this high press game, there's a good chance the guys are going to burn out. We'll yeah. see how their conditioning is, see how it happens in July, blah, blah, blah. But what we are seeing is, you know, if you're that defender, yes, they're professionals. But when you're under pressure that much of a, a, a game, you're not used to it. You're not completely yeah. in the best mental space. And also early in the season, other teams still finding their footing. Maybe they don't make that dumb play. Maybe uh-huh. they don't. Try to head it over the goal, you know, yeah. like go wide, don't go, don't yeah. put it on target, whatever you do, uh, things like that. Uh, Scott Winter follows that up with the second Klaus goal almost looked like a designed play. Klaus with the side glance to Ostrich and then drifted back and Ostrich, you know, lazily passed and then released, you know, the ball. So here's what I was going to say about that. Right now, St. Louis City has a window of not every team in the league knows what we can do. They don't have a book on us yet. They don't know where... There's no film. They don't know where Klaus likes to be. They mm-hmm. don't know he links up with Leuven here. And the more we train together and practice together, you know, we've talked about, you get that second nature of knowing where your guy's going to be, knowing where he likes to lay off if the run's happening here. So we've got a window here where, you know, the, we've got two axes, and they're going to cross at some yep. point where everybody knows what we do and we're not learning anything new about ourselves. Yeah. But right now make as much hay of this as we can 
because there's going to come a time when they know, oh, Ostrich just gave a weird look to Klaus. Klaus is now going to loop around behind. You know, like yeah, they'll get start a to man figure on that him. Out. Yeah. Right now, that being said, that's also the t- chance where you get a you know you change up in their Your expecting. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, but again, if you're playing a high press, you're going to try to force turnovers. We we have been lucky that it's worked. Yeah, I'm I'm not complaining. I don't think it's going to continue on. I think but we will continue to force mistakes and force turnovers, you're, but not you're gonna that see, good. You're going to see, essentially, you're going to see guys just clearing it instead of passing out from the back. I th- I think and that's where you can counter from. I also think we just look dangerous anyway. Yeah. Irrelevant to, to the mistakes we've been, we've, we've been given. Yeah. I, I do think we look dangerous. Um, Stuart wants to know, did we break Austin? I don't think we broke. I don't think <laughs> I don't we think broke they're as Austin. good as their fans thought they were. Yes. Well, and I've heard some commentators kind of peel back on that. You know, maybe we were a little too generous with, like, they had a good season last season, but maybe that was, they played, you know, circumstantial higher than they should have, and maybe we're going to bring them back down to earth yet. But I'm not going to get too cocky. Uh, we still got to face them again here. And, you know, they've got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anybody in this league, theoretically, can win any night. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think I can say we broke them, but I like to think we, we, we knocked the chip off their shoulder. I, you know, <laughs> again. Yeah. Again, but it was just, just two games, perfect yeah. style, man. I just, I don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunshine and rainbows. We're not used to it. Sunshine and rainbows. Eric Pfeiffer asked, when's the next TIFO? Uh, for Not a, for a while. For a us. variety of reasons, which we kind of explained earlier. It's going to be a while. And then Stuart joked, uh, is it next week? Yeah. Um, no. The other thing is, too, I know the, the other SGs are talking about they want to take the lead. Yeah. Which, again, and typically, glad we can work together. Typically, you know, TIFOs are done for the opener, obviously. Big rivalry open games. Open cup game. O- you know, maybe an open cup game if it's a big right. opponent. Right. Um, you know, homecomings after they've been gone for a while. Like... There are certain big events you do a TIFO for. You don't do a TIFO every game just because yeah. it is so expensive. It does take so long. Um, you can't just crank one out. So it's not going to be this weekend. Anybody here next weekend, whoever's, you know, I want to come to the game and see what they do next weekend. Yeah, not nothing, happening. Nothing. We're going to sing the national yeah, anthem. We're going <laughs> to sing some songs. I said some things. He said some things. <laughs> we're at the football. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no TIFO. That is my favorite comedy so good. soccer skit. So oh, good. I got to watch that again. Uh, Jim Jeffries, for those that yes, don't know. Yeah, it's a good... Just good. just YouTube, Jim Jeffries, World Cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes his dad to the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Ryan, after you had a chance to breathe after kickoff, was there a favorite moment of the match, not match-related? I will say... Up until the TIFO was down, a lot of us were holding our breath. Yep. Because anything could happen. Yep. The TIFO could tear. Uh, the person at the top of this thing holds it the wrong way, and we unroll it upside down. Yeah. I There's mean, so many things that could have happened. You know, it looked great. But, you know, it was work time up until yeah. then. As soon as the TIFO was down, I think we got to relax a little bit. Um, just seeing people, seeing people at the game that – I hadn't seen in a while or sharing them like uh, a lot of you guys listen to the city SC report, Steve and uh, Tim and Joe were like kind of across the aisle from us, but it was nice seeing those guys because mm-hmm. they were at AC games with us. And it was just this sort of look like, can you believe this? Like 
But you're absolutely right. I Look where we are. Pat Pat Ryan just asked that question. I hadn't seen Pat Ryan in yeah. like two years. Yeah. Spencer Spencer. I've not seen Spencer <coughs> in three years. Like Claude Corbett. I bet not seen James yeah, Corbett were, in four years. Yeah. And you know, seeing all those people at the tailgate was or <laughs> street party was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Start clicking me on tailgate. Yeah. Uh but like in the stadium, in the actual stadium, it was really just <laughs> Bird's getting a phone call. Uh, just beautiful. Like the stadium looked gorgeous. Uh, the first time we scored, just hugging the people around me. Um, after the first goal, I was I was standing back with you. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, obviously excited for the goal, and to turn and look, and I've got a couple of close friends that were yeah. in front of me, and Tony and Ryan got you on my arm next to me. Browns Brown, next to me. Yeah next to you my wife is next to me my daughter is dancing to the songs yeah. and, and chanting my son is there with his girlfriend and she's a cheerleader so she's doing the, <laughs> yeah. the hand bounce clapping that cheerleaders do and she and him are singing you know yeah. having that moment of just seeing all these people that matter so much yeah. to me having a great enjoyable uh, yeah i i will add like after that goal and hearing the S T. Oh my God! Like, because it's just like that's what we know. Like, yeah, the boom, boom, boom. S T. And it and hearing three thousand people do it, like that was amazing. It, it got to your chest. Yeah. Like, uh, seeing seeing the whole stadium basically standing. Yeah. Like, like the other sections didn't sit. That down. lower bowl did not sit no. down. I don't. I couldn't see I think, above us. I think but. you were the one that like pulled me aside and you said, yeah. "Have you noticed they haven't sat yeah. down either?" Like. Everyone was standing around us. Um, Everyone was standing. And, and like, I know they don't know the chance, but people were making noise and they were wanting to, to join in. Stomping on and clapping. And, yeah, and, yeah. Like, just the whole atmosphere was amazing to me. Uh, this is Matt Johnson. This will be the most boring episode yet. Yes. If, yeah. for those of you who aren't longtime fans, when, when the team plays well, the podcast it's, is shit. It's just nice to talk about football again. Yeah. Really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it was just half the. Th- the enjoyment for me is taking you into a game again. Yeah. It's, it's been so long since it's, I've it's, taken you into a game. It's not about food or colors or sponsors or anything. Oh, but I spent the last 18 months, you know, just what if, what if this, yeah. what if that, what if the other. I, we don't have to talk about it. No. We yeah. can just it's, talk it's real. about facts it's of real. what happened last weekend. Uh, Joe Pona, okay, this one's for you, Mitch. We've already addressed it, but I want you to hammer this one home. Are beer lines going to be terrible at Schlafly all season? No. Any chance of more outdoor pop-up bars? Yes. Did anyone notice the overwhelming lack of trash and recycling cans? Yes. Will that be fixed? Yes. And all of the general Schlafly experience will be improved? Yes. So, yes, Joe, we we are painfully aware of what didn't go right. I couldn't get a beer for Jim Cavanaugh. Right. That was a problem. Right. So we're going to fix that. We know this. And Schlafly, more importantly, Schlafly knows this. And again, they they were slack-jawed. They it, managers were working the bar, yeah, because they, you know, it, and they were saying they didn't get to leave till hours after they closed. It's just, yeah. just, and error, man. It's you know, just it is, and it, and again, you, we really had no idea. We knew it was going to be big. They were prepared for big. Yeah, they did, We didn't know it was going to be monstrous. <laughs> okay, uh, Jeremy Covey, are there any road trip plans for Chicago? As a matter of fact, there are. Yes. There are road trip plans basically for all of the close matches. And as we get closer, 
we will release more info on that. Chicago, Kansas City, Nashville. We are talking to bus companies. We are working on deals. We have a crack team that is chasing them. And uh, we're working with the team to acquire tickets mm-hmm. as we as many as we can. Now, there's going to be problems. But. Yeah, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. The important thing is, yes, we're working on the bus situation. We're going to try to see if we could maybe get a sponsor or two to bring the cost down. We are on it. Okay. So, and as soon as we can release that info, we will. Yes. Uh, St. Louis City SC4. <laughs> Your for, favorite. Yeah. For 90 minutes, they forgot they were paying into and participating in a pyramid scheme known as MLS. The game itself was so entertaining and felt like a positive reflection of St. Louis. Lovin going top bin on the PK was his favorite moment. Yeah, I mean that PK was amazing. Sexy. I don't know. I don't know what it looked like from you. Like some people said, from their angle, it looked like it was going high. From where I was, it was always. Well, we were straight. Yeah, we were basically straight behind the. And bowl. I could saw it. I just saw it make the curve, and I was like, "That's top corner." Like there was no doubt. I, smashed. All, it. all I saw him smash it. I didn't know if it went down the middle, yeah. hit the side or the corner. I just saw, saw him smash it. I couldn't gauge perfect placement. The, the, the angle. It was. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And that was the thing when he ran up. Yeah. We, you and I were already. Yeah. Up because you just saw it was going in before it was even left his foot. Yeah. He's such a good player. Yes. I seriously like whoever asked like a couple weeks ago like who they should get on their jersey hard to argue against that right now yep still think parker's great still think like he's gonna be a solid workhorse in the team uh but other than that i think loven or blum are my two favorite players i like stroud stroud's a good guy i I, I like i like the cut of his jib yeah but yeah i mean we we for the last year we didn't know how it was gonna be yeah and all of them we're getting ideas you know it woof yeah uh, Soccer Capital Podcast, our friends, are we all mentally prepared for 50,000 questions about why isn't there a TIFO this game? Because <laughs> you're going to hear that. Speaking of our friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know that we talked about it once before. Next week, the transition happens. They will be on the Luligan Podcast Network joining what? us along with the show up, make noise, along with This Is Silly, along with the wannabe fans who just put out a new yeah. episode recently, our our. Our empire grows by one. Yes. You know, if we could just get... Caesar Mitch of the Roman Empire. (laughs) Hail Mitch. If we could just get the Shoot Boys podcast going, I think we would have all the bases of St. Louis soccer fandom covered. There's probably a good chance that we'd get sued. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if podcasts can lose their FCC license, but (laughs) (laughs) there there would be a way. Um, Uh, Speaking of which, there is a Blom Bohoys... Yeah. Twitter account that is not our Bahoys. Okay, it's just and another... that is a misappropriation of the H. As long as they're using it well, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's the Blom Squad on Facebook. <laughs> well, the Blom that is my favorite name, yeah. the Blom Squad. The Blom Squad. I, all I can do every time I hear that, I just hear Public Enemy songs in my head. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Voice of Reason wants to know: Is there a way to mitigate or minimize how the march got broken up at the ticket gate? That's kind of what we were saying before. They're working on it, guys. They. The more we do it, the more practiced we'll get. And again, I think the biggest problem is going to be us. Yeah. Like, we just have to get used to the routine of it. And to that end, Florida Noise will work out what worked, what didn't work, and they will streamline it. They're already on it. They will will make it bigger as necessary or smaller as necessary. They will work with the stadium security. They will work with police to make sure everything flows smooth. But it's going to take... 
last, a few repetitions. This past game, it was all about hitting those time beats yeah. because of the things that the team had planned with yeah. the stadium. Now, there's a little bit more flexibility. They've learned what worked, didn't work. Yeah. Austin and Sam were there last night. They are already on top of it. Yeah. We got this. Yeah, the, full credit to Florida Noise, by the way. Unbelievable. Just for the march, for the Chanson Stadium, for like, and again, Everything's a work in progress. They will get better too. They're finding the, out the capos did a great job, but of they're the, finding out we need a better way to communicate to yep. the sides because it is hard to get three thousand people on the same it beat. Is. But you know what? It, it worked. <laughs> but for they what did, they did, they did amazing, amazing work. Yeah. And I, I had a friend that was across the stadium on the right hand side said it boomed yeah. when they started playing. The sound that goes out onto the field is perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just sometimes hard for us to hear each other to the sides. We get ping ponged. Yeah. Uh, Adam just wanted to say it was electrifying to see everyone around him chanting, clapping, standing, and he wasn't in the supporter section. Amazing. Yep. That's well, what, everyone yep. stood around me. That's that, what we want. That's all we've ever hoped for. Any chance of a brief shutdown on the, you know, they're working on it, guys. It The streets on the market. It's hard to say we're going to close down Market Street for a half an hour. Yeah. Like, it's just hard to do. And, and honestly, the hope is, is that we can, what is it, Olive there? The hope is, is that that one block that is the stadium, we can close just for that time so we can march down the street because that sidewalk's pretty narrow. Yeah. We don't know if it's going to happen. They're working on it, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. And the last thing I want to hit on, uh, they announced today that uh, the League's Cup is a thing. And uh, what is the date of our game there? 27th of July. The 27th of July is a Thursday, I believe. Yes. Club America. Um, ticket info is coming beginning of April. Uh, what are we setting the uh, the price at that? What do you What do you think they're going to price this game at, guys? I'll say I already, within minutes of them announcing, I got my traditional Sporting Kansas City email asking me if I'd like to go to their <laughs> League's Cup game. And I clicked their Seat Geek app, and looks like the Cauldron and the South... Uh, supporter section both i could get tickets on both sides for 42 dollars hmm. i'm gonna say we're gonna be 60 yeah i i just i can't spend that much money i know club america is a good team like but I you wanna, don't but you don't go to watch the other team no no i know and but at my season ticket when you break it out per game mm-hmm. is 24 bucks a game mm-hmm. you can't tell me a league's cup game on a Thursday is worth twice as is worth as twice as much, and and if it's forty, forty two like it is in, in sporting, fair, I'll do it. If it's fifty, I'm gonna have to think about it. If they come in with something like seventy five, I'm just gonna say no. And it's a Thursday night. That's yeah. the other part. It's not like it's a. So you're rushing home from work, trying to get there, and downtown is going to have people trying to go home yeah while we're trying to get in which oh by the way i want to mention this parking seemed to be okay mm-hmm. for the game for anybody who's worried i mean yes it was packed and you had to find your spot but they were people selling spots in lots and and you know how i ran into you today at the gas station this morning getting my morning soda who Officer Kriska. Yeah. Just so happened we both happened to be in the same 7-Eleven this morning. He stopped by before. It was great to see him. Okay. So Love I, that dude. I And we were both just like, how great was Saturday? You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, that moment of, and for those that don't know, Officer Kriska worked with us 
at St. Louis FC games. He he did the security for those games. So we've known him for yes ten yeah. years now. Yeah, uh, he's in charge of security at the stadium, and so we're talking about how great he, it he's was. a genuinely good man super too. guy. We were talking about how great it was, how how the night was special. He's like, oh my god, I, you know, I got teary eyed when I saw the tifo and like just knowing how much it meant to you guys and. You know, it's like, oh, you're one of us, Kriska. You know, you were there. Like, we were all, yeah. like, having this moment. And I was in my car, and he was kind of leaning into my car. And I said, okay, well, I got to go to work. And I, I started to put it in reverse, and I started back up. He goes, oh, wait, wait, wait. I said, what? He goes, zero cars broken into downtown during the game. That's amazing. Zero cars, St. Louis. Uh, everybody was worried about how unsafe it was and broken into cars. Which zero, we were, Which for we were real. saying, there's 30,000 people down there. It helps yeah. the crime. I'm not saying they're never going to have a car broken into. I'm not saying, you know, there'll never be an incident. But, you know, shining light in the dark corner tends to clean things up a little. Mm-hmm. So that many people down there having a good time. When you're leaving the stadium, you're with a crowd of people. Yeah, you're not going to get high hand or carjacked. Hand jacked. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. Well, I did later, but that's just a you and me thing. <laughs> uh no, it it was great, and so zero incidents. That's, so anyway, that's amazing. Back that to the awesome. back to the prices on these Thursday night games. I don't know if if it comes in too high, I'm gonna have to say no. But you know, what? I said no to the U.S. Women's National I Team mean, game because the prices are me, too me, high. I, me too. Yeah. But I, you know what? Um, and I feel bad because I want to support the women. Yeah. Like I, I'd rather spend the money on them than on the men. If like if if I had a daughter who was like or son, you know, who was all into it that was their thing i'd do it but just for me i don't me, know about that money though i mean it's that's expensive hard. It's like expensive. when we what was it when we did bush stadium with the men's national team there what was it like 40 something bucks yeah and and i t- i was able to take all four of us yeah. because that was a you know but at these prices no yeah no but I, I said to erica i said like 70 bucks a ticket i said i can't justify that erica's like i'd go so if it's worth it to you, right? No, 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 judgment. no, 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 I'm no. not. You and I'm not judging anybody who wants to do this. Like, especially this will be great for the people who couldn't didn't, didn't get season tickets or couldn't yeah. get single game tickets. Chance to get in the stadium. Yeah. Go see the stadium. See the team. See Club America. Like, that's a draw. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, a lot of uh, Mexican fan, Mexican league fans will probably come to this game. Uh, but again, it just depends on the money. I I just you know I'm not I'm not well to do. We'll see what like, happens. I couldn't buy single game tickets to St. Louis City. I could buy one, but I couldn't buy every game. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, that's it's hopefully just wait hopefully and see. hopefully I'm paranoid for no reason. They say it's forty bucks, and we all go and we have a good time. Um, honestly, I wish I'd rather pay three hundred bucks and go watch them in America. In Mexico City, <laughs> honestly, I'd love to. Yeah. Go. I think yeah. well, it, because also you get the smell of piss. Yeah. You get yeah. the piss balloons at you. <laughs> you wouldn't last a day at a, at the Azteca. I'm just teasing you. Anyway, moving on. No, but again, the, and that's when we have to start talking about the Open Cup. Like, how much are they going to charge for the Open Cup? How much are they going to charge? You know, because mm-hmm. all that stuff adds up. Mm-hmm. Um, if this was like the only other game that I was expected to buy all year. I might, but if they say if you say, Brad, you can go to three Open Cup games or one League's Cup game. I'm gonna choose the three Open Cup games, Correct. that kind of thing. So, Correct. anyway, 
that's all I've got. Uh, other than g- good game against Portland this weekend. I, what did I you li- say? What are you thinking? I listen to my friends on Soccer Capital because they know more about the league than I do. Um, I, I, Portland has been struck by some injuries. Uh, they're not as talented as, as they have been in the past, but they do have a couple of really good players. And here's what I'll say. <coughs> Excuse me. Portland is a tough place to play. Yep. They have the energy. They have a good stadium. So anything can happen. Same one, one. Two, one. Two, one to us. Yeah, that's that, my go. It wouldn't surprise me, though, right now. No. I mean, it yeah. surprise me. The hot hand, I, I, I'll say, I'll say one, one draw. Okay. But it oh, you had to match Bird. I see how it is. You is that what you said? You said one real, one. Real, realistically, you take that though, wouldn't you? You but, want, but you want... I'm, if if Mitch wants a two one, I'm, I'm, I hope he's. Oh right. yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll, I'll be bow down to you. Yeah, yeah. we'll be dancing, dancing all day long. So yeah, I mean, again, yeah, they've got injuries, and yeah, maybe they're not as good as they have been in the past. But anytime you go into a, a stadium that has a it's good, a hard vibrant place to play. Su- support, yeah. it's hard to play. Yeah. They're always going to be a good team at home, period. That's always how it's going to be there. It doesn't matter if it's the worst Portland team we've ever seen or if it's a championship. It's going to be a hard place to play. Yes. Uh, one, one last thing from me is that uh, Wesleyan Stevens' uh, daycare principal, she used to go watch FC. Yeah. And, you know, she's got tickets for the, the, the MLS team and everything. But her husband... Apparently, I didn't know this, but has been listening to the show for ten years. <laughs> so I just want to say hi, Mr. Mendenhall. <laughs> can I? Can I? <laughs> Thank also, you very much. Can I add? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, hold on. So if he's been listening for ten so like, years since Ewan was a baby. So yeah. okay, because I was starting to do the math. I'm like, Ava's thirteen since, since the start so, of FC. So on. Ava would have been at Meadows Parkway. No, this wasn't Meadows. This oh, is, he's, a, he's at Little Learners. Oh, okay. I th- I, I was thinking you're speaking on Meadows. I was like, wait a minute. He should know. No. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. But um, disregard, Mr. Mendenhall. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll we'll catch you again. This one's for you. Yeah. Shiny.